So, man, let me take you for a little spin, man. Show you what it feel like. I gotta go make these drop offs. Man, you think you're the only one out here working, B? Gotta, gotta make, make drop offs too, B. Come on, man, get in, man. I ain't taking no for an answer, man. Come on, man. Get in. I'm not taking no for an answer. Welcome back to the No Cap Podcast. I'm your host, Salo Homie Mo. Thank you for listening. Before we get into today's episode, I need you all to do me a small favor. I don't ask for much. Matter of fact, this is the only thing I ask y'all to do. Would you please, 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 please subscribe and download whatever you may be listening to this podcast so you can listen to my podcast when you ain't got shit else to do on your way to work, while you at work, while you cleaning up. While you putting the kids down Check me out We gonna rap <clears throat> So For um On today's episode We got James Harden Is not going to save the next I, I kinda froze up right there Cause I was kinda um, Gonna put the I was gonna Say the title Of the podcast right there But Now that I'm actually recording I think I'm going to do a little something different with the title Just because I see from the social media response I think a lot of people think James Harden is the savior But I don't think he's the savior that a lot of people think he is And I'm going to tell you why Now, first off, no cap I didn't think this trade was going to happen in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Just because at the start of the season, you know what I'm saying, Brooklyn was already a playoff team before Durant and Kyrie. And they had really lost nothing. They had just gained Durant and Kyrie. So, you know, shit, that's enough to win the Eastern Conference. You know what I'm saying? So, in my opinion, I always knew James Harden was going to be out of Houston because, you know what I'm saying, once the superstar is unhappy, you got to get him up out of there. But I just figured that it would be in Philadelphia with the Sixers before it would be with the Nets. Like, no cap, I wanted to see Houston work because they got a few pieces, you know what I'm saying. It's not James Harden and Westbrook, but they had tried and did their best with a couple of moves that they did make and a couple of pieces that they did acquire. They got John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. Both are coming off catastrophic injuries and um off missing substantial time of not being in the game. So... Even though both of them guys are talented, um, they still weren't, weren't, um, nobody had them making any noise in the West. I think you could have made some noise with them guys if they was healthy 100% themselves, but you just don't know that right now. And they usually not coming off them type of injuries usually takes a couple years. I don't think James Harden feel like he had that type of time. So at the same time, I can see where James Harden was coming from, you know what I'm saying? Because even though, you know what I'm saying, John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins are talented, you know what I'm saying, they still have to prove that they're healthy and they still have to prove that they could, you know what I'm saying, be more than all-star level players in the NBA. And for James Harden, that's like a waste of time. 
is like John Wall and Boogie are talented, but you know what I'm saying? Just because you get John Wall and Boogie Cousins, they don't make you contenders. You know what I'm saying? And you could, you get Kyrie and James Harden, you a contender. It wasn't that for, for James Harden. So it was like, yeah, I got rid of the coach. Yeah, I got rid of the GM. You know what I'm saying? So, and you give me these broke down motherfuckers. So it's already a shortened season with the COVID-19 and all that shit going on. And you can already expect John Wall and Boogie Cousins to miss substantial time, just rehabbing themselves back to health and the load management, all that shit, walk the bop and just with the injuries that they're coming off, coming off of. Like I said, you got rid of his coach and his general manager. And you followed that by not consulting with Harden or Westbrook with the new hires. And that was like the last straw, especially for Westbrook on short. He was up immediately. It was more easier for him. James Harden, it was a little bit harder because he still has two more years left on his contract. And like I said, I didn't think the deal was going to get done. And that was one of the reasons I didn't think the deal was going to get done either because <clears throat> it ain't like when you got one year left, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, two years left, and they had just made the moves with John Wall and Boogie Cousins. Now, of course, James Harden could have went about it a different way, but <laughs> when it's time to go, it's time to go. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to talk about what the other teams got in a deal, because to be honest with you, I don't really care. And... um if I'm dissing your team by saying that, my contact information is in, is in the description of this podcast. Reach out to me and we'll bring you on for the part two. You can come in the studio, we can do it via Zoom, but that's just how I feel about it. But the Brooklyn Nets were already coming out of East before James Harden. The Brooklyn Nets was already coming out of East before James Harden and before Kyrie started tweaking, uh, if you've been watching the news lately, basically Kyrie just stopped coming to work with no excuses. You know what I'm saying? They asked Steve Nash, they're like, yo, what, uh, Kyrie? He like, shit, I don't know. Like, damn, he ain't here. I'm sure. Cause if I don't know if y'all remember at the beginning of the beginning of the season, <laughs> Kyrie was like, we ain't got no coach. We all coach ourselves, but he had ended up retracting those statements. But like I said, they asked Steve Nash where, um, Kyrie was at now and he couldn't say, but I don't got no, I don't, I have no clue what's going on with Kyrie. Um, at first I was worried. At first, I was worried when the news was first breaking before James Harden came because, like, uh-oh, here go Kyrie with that tweaking shit on shorty. So, ain't Kyrie think the earth is flat, so ain't no telling what the fuck dude got going on. But I'm not going to lie. The first thing that came to my head when I heard the news that the deal had been done was that that was Kyrie playing the whole time on short. Like, he like, I'm finna tweak. Had them worried, you know what I'm saying? And they gonna want somebody to be here in case I'm not here on shorty. And they know I'm good to, for a tweet. So, with that being said, I'm like, damn, maybe, maybe this was in the plans the whole time, Kyrie. Like, Durant, like, hey, Kyrie, I need to do that tweeting thing you do on shorty. And then it's not like, I don't think it was nothing serious why Kyrie was away from the team, like family issues and all shit like that, because he was spotted at his little sister's, at his sister's uh, birthday party, and 
without wearing a mask. So it's like, even when, so now that they like, even when he come back to the team, it's not up to him and the team on when he plays. It's up to the NBA because he has to go through COVID-19 protocol. So as long as the Nets had Kyrie and, and KD, they was winning the, the East. You know what I'm saying? But one thing that people fail to realize about the Brooklyn Nets is they are a historically bad defensive team and a historically bad defensive team. James Harden does not make that any better. James Harden does not make your defense any better. You need defense to win the championship. Steve Nash does not make your defense any better. Kyrie Irving does not make your defense any better. Now they can play defense. Kyrie can play defense. James Harden can play defense, but they're not defensive players and they don't necessarily make your defense better. So does James Harden really make Brooklyn any better or does he just add to the firepower? I'm thinking he just add to the firepower, but that's just my no cap opinion because I got Lakers and six against everybody. And I don't have to remind you of James Harden's playoff performance, past playoff performances. Like, I don't have to remind you of that. Like, James Harden is basically, like, if you ask Max Kellerman on ESPN, James Harden is basically playoff P without the side of the backboard bricks. Cause it's like, for some reason, he's never the same. <clears throat> like, he can put up numbers, he can put up numbers, but he's never quite the same in the playoffs as he is in the regular season. Like, a lot of their playoffs mishaps in Houston, um, a lot of people put solely on the shoulders of James Harden and his, um, I guess if you want to call it motivation or, or fatigue down the stretch, but for some reason, his playoff intensity and, and isn't the same as it, as, as it is in a regular season. Lakers and six. So if Kyrie isn't available for any reason, the Nets will not get out of the East. With just James Harden and Durant, the Nets will not get out the East. So if the, whatever the fuck Kyrie got going on, if that shit is real, if that shit is real, like I said, Stephen A was, Stephen A got on TV this morning talking about, um, Kyrie should just retire. Like he not sure if he wants to play basketball. So if that's the case and, and, and James Harden is really, uh, and insurance plan for Kyrie Irving, the Nets not coming out the East. The Nets just a regular team. The Nets can lose to the Heat in the playoffs. They already <clears throat> wasn't going to win the championship. No super team wins the championship their first year together, especially not with a first-time head coach with Steve, with Steve Nash. And I'm not even sure if Durant is quite hard enough for that team. Like, I'm not even sure who the leader of that team will be. Like, I'm not even, wouldn't be surprised if James Harden comes and takes over the team. But we shall see. But like I said, I got Lakers and six versus everybody. No cap. It's like, 
And it's like I said, it's like the Nets don't even have a coach for real. I don't even count Steve Nash as a coach. Just watch his, his Zoom, the Zoom press conferences. Yo, he looks so clueless. How do you not know what's going on with your superstar point guard? Your superstar championship point guard. How do you know not what's going on? I can understand if he wasn't with the team for, for family reasons or emergency reasons, but it's just a personal reasons. Like you ain't got his number. You can't talk to him. But if they are playing apply of what this, this what they was doing to, to get James Harden in the first place there, you know, he might be in on it. So everybody on social media, all on these, well, I really ain't even heard no, no, um, no experts like on ESPN say it because they, they pretty much know what I know, you know what I'm saying? But as far as like the social media buzz and the bandwagon jumpers and all that shit, they got, um, Brooklyn making some noise <clears throat> at full strength with Harton, Durant and Kyrie. They will get out of the East with just Durant and Kyrie. They will get out of the East. With just Durant and James Harden, they will not get out of the East. They need all three at full power to just get out the East. All three at full power, they're still losing to the Lakers in six because they don't have an AD stopper. They don't have a LeBron stopper. So, and we can say that for another another podcast. Anybody else, anybody for anybody that don't like my take on that, I got Lakers in six versus anybody Anybody that know me know I took finals bets last year. The same bet stands for anybody. And anybody who knows me knows that I don't even gamble. So, so there's no cap. I got a hundred dollars that the Lakers win the NBA finals against the field. I don't care who it is. I don't care. Cause like I said, if Brooklyn don't, don't tighten up, Boston gonna sneak in there because they looking good. But like I was saying, I got a hundred dollars for anybody can take the bet. Anybody that can take the bet that know me, get at me. I got a hundred dollars that says the Lakers win the NBA championship this year against the field. I don't even know. Like I, this is my bet before the first the first tip ball of the season. Lakers. $100 against the field. Pick your team. I don't care who they play. I got the Lakers. I ain't going to say Lakers in six. You know what I'm saying? Because of all this COVID-19 shit, all that shit like that. But I got $100 to say Lakers won the championship. No cap because it's the no cap podcast. But that was just my quick take on the, on the breaking news on the James Harden situation. Me personally, I think it was good for Houston because James Harden didn't want to be there. It was good for James Harden because he didn't want to be there. Um, <laughs> it was funny watching the um, the John Wall and the, the Marcus Cousins press conferences, man, because they was pretty butthurt about the whole situation on Shorty because they like, damn. I feel them, but you know what I'm saying? They got to look at it too. Like, man, y'all ain't did shit in a long time and dude trying to do something for us over with on Shorty. And then this organization just basically, you know what I'm saying, did him any old type of way. So, it, it, it ain't really personal, you know what I'm saying? But I'm quite sure they took it personally just by, by the type of personality them guys have. But 
Hopefully with James Harden being gone, you know what I'm saying, they could do whatever the fuck it is they're going to do. And James Harden and Brooklyn going to do whatever the fuck they is, it is they're going to do. But it's not going to matter because of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's what I'm trying to tell you folks, man. Everybody, I'm really, I need to take them, I need them bets back. Isaiah, Yaradon, um, who else, who else, uh, <sighs> Freddie Fobbs, it's a lot of y'all, man. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all. I basically, I basically, I got damn near my, uh, my whole paycheck back from last year finals, you know, and I didn't even make that many bets. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure I didn't even make 10 bets on sure and I made it all back man it was nice and I'm, I'm expecting I'm expecting the same haul this year I'm expecting more this year because I know a lot of people gonna have faith in Brooklyn <laughs> and that's gonna be easy money I'm gonna need that oh sure I'm trying to I'm trying to build I need a new microphone that I think that's what my next big investment is man but this has been another installment of the No Cap Podcast. If you would like to be on part two of what I was just discussing, hit me up. All my information is in the description of this podcast, wherever you may be listening. Or if you're on YouTube, everything you need is in the description. Uh,